0: in this episode i'm sharing the number one way to keep your clients happy and why is it important to have happy clients well because happy clients continue to work with you happy clients refer you to others which helps you land more clients and grow your business and happy clients leave positive reviews so if you want to grow your business you absolutely should be focused On keeping your clients happy. And I'm gonna show you how in this episode. So let's dive in. Welcome to Ambition Pays Off, a podcast that empowers dreamers and doers like you to grow a business that gives you the life and freedom you want and deserve. Hosted by me, Anna Conchar. Each week, I share my personal experience from making an idea into a six figure side hustle, now a million dollar business so you can learn from my successes, mistakes, and aha moments. Your ambition has brought you here and I am so glad it did. Now let's take action and make it pay off. Welcome back to this episode of Ambition Pays Off, friends. I am really looking forward to covering this topic today because I'm gonna be honest, I have had a lot of experiences over the last few months that have made me a not so happy client. and. Here's the thing, if you are running a business and you don't wanna to have to make new sales over and over and over again, but retain the clients that you have, then keeping your clients happy is really, really important. And not just that, but happy clients can help you grow your business without you having to do a lot of work. Because happy clients refer you to their friends and family and network. And that means that you land more clients with, again, not having to do much work, which allows you to grow your business. And of course, happy clients are a lot more likely to leave positive reviews, whether that's for your website or on Facebook or on Google. Those reviews matter and happy clients are the way to make it happen. Now many of you might think that the best way to keep your clients happy is to get them great results. And listen, results are really important, but they are only a small part of what makes clients happy. Like I said, over the last year, I've had a lot of experiences with different businesses as the client from our house renovation, which still is not complete and we've almost owned the house for a year now, to getting our internet set up at the new house, which took over a month and we still have issues. There have been a lot of different experiences that I've had, but today I wanna talk about a most recent experience that I had being the client and customer. Specifically, I wanna talk about some items that we purchased for the holiday. And going through this experience really solidified the number one rule to keeping clients and customers happy. And that number one rule is you always have to under-promise and over-deliver. Now you have probably heard this saying before, under-promise and over-deliver. But it is one of the most important things that you need to understand and act on as a service provider let me give you an example of what i'm talking about specifically those things that we ordered over the holiday i want to talk about two items that we recently purchased for christmas one was a peloton bike and the other was a tray for the bathtub okay I love taking baths now. I never took baths before I was pregnant with Lauren, but now I am a total like bath lady. (laughs) So we're talking about a Peloton bike and a tray for the bathtub, all right? And I wanna share with you how different the experiences were with these two different products. And it's gonna really show you why this under-promise and over-deliver is so important to keeping your clients happy. So first let's talk about the Peloton bike, okay? So we ordered a Peloton bike in October and we did it in October because we knew that the average wait time for a bike right now is like eight to 10 weeks. Now when we ordered it, we were told it would be delivered on December 21st. Now, I wasn't super excited about waiting two months to get it, but hey, at least we knew that we would have it right before Christmas and the new year. Now, fast forward to December 21st, the day the Peloton was supposed to arrive, and well, as you might have guessed, it did not show up. There was zero communication from Peloton or the delivery service that it was not coming or any communication of when the delivery had been rescheduled to. I, the customer, had to reach out to the company to find out what was going on. It was then rescheduled for December 26th. Guess what? It didn't show up again and the same thing happened. I, the customer, had to reach out to find out what was going on. Now our delivery was rescheduled to January 7th. On January 5th, two days before it was supposed to be delivered, I, the customer, reached out to the delivery team to confirm that it was indeed coming on January 7th. And I was told with 100% certainty it was scheduled and it would come on time. Well, it happened again. January 7th came and went And there was still no bike now this time when i contacted them to find out what was going on i was told that my bike was now rescheduled to be delivered in march three months after the original date of delivery six months after the bike was ordered oh and they still cannot confirm that my bike is going to be delivered in march Okay, so that's example number one of my customer experience with Peloton. Now, let's talk about the bathtub tray example, okay? Sam ordered the bathtub tray for me around Thanksgiving. Now, when he ordered this bathtub tray, he knew that it was not going to be here by Christmas. Christmas. In fact, the company estimated a delivery date of January 31st. Now, although it wouldn't be here by Christmas, he still ordered it because it was a specific design that I wanted that could prop up my book while I was in the tub and hold a glass of wine, some very important things, right? (laughs) At least once I can drink again. So on Christmas, Sam told me that this tray was ordered but it wouldn't be here until the end of January. I was still excited to get the tray and I didn't mind waiting because I know right now that the supply chain can be really unpredictable, especially for small businesses, but I was okay waiting. And then guess what? The tray arrived the first week of January, three weeks earlier than expected. Now, can you guess which purchase I am a lot happier with and which company I would buy from again? Which company I would recommend to a friend and which company I would write a raving review for? Peloton over-promised and still has yet to deliver. The Trey Company under saying that the tray wouldn't arrive till January 31st and over-delivered with the tray showing up three weeks early. Now here's the thing. Even if you get your client's great results or you sell a super cool product, the entire client and customer experience matters. So let's talk about three ways on how you can implement and actually Follow the under-promise, over-deliver method in your business. Hey there friend, I have a little secret I want to tell you. You do not need the perfect website, the perfect social posts, the perfect brand photos, or the perfect funnel to land your next few clients fast. If you're a service provider, you already have everything that you need to see big growth in your business now. That's why I created a free guide that lays out the simple steps to take to land your next three clients in just 30 days. Head to anaconchar.com slash new clients to get your hands on this free guide now. Again, that's anaconchar.com slash new clients. So the first one is clearly communicating with your clients your operating hours. And on top of that, sharing with them your typical response time and how to communicate with you in case of an emergency. Now, if you find yourself getting emails or Slack messages or texts or phone calls all hours of the day, seven days a week from your clients, then most likely it's because you haven't clearly communicated and set the right expectations of when you are available with your clients. The best time to do this is when you first start working with a client. But of course, you can still have that conversation even if you've worked with a client for you know months or even years having those boundaries and having those clear expectations are really going to help your clients be happy. For example, if a client emails you at 8 p.m. at night and then you respond 15 minutes later, now they have the expectation that if they email you at night, they will get a response. Where if you... Clearly communicate to them, my operating hours are from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I will typically respond within two to four hours. However, if there's an emergency outside of 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, you can always contact me. And the best way is via calling me, right? Not via email, not via text message. There's a real emergency. I want you to pick up the phone and call me. Now, if a client emails you at 8 p.m. at night, they're not going to expect an email response back to you. However, if you don't have that conversation with them, if they email you at eight at night and the first time they do it, you respond 15 minutes later, and then they do it a week later, and then you don't respond, now they're gonna be upset, right? They're gonna be upset because hey, you responded last week when I emailed you at 8 p.m., why are you not responding now when I emailed you at 8 p.m.? This is what I'm talking about. You need to set clear boundaries. Boundaries are not gonna make your clients mad. If anything, it's going to make them happier because now they have the right expectations, okay? So the very first thing to under-promising and over-delivering is clearly communicating what your working hours are, your typical response time, and how to contact you in case of an emergency, all right? The second way to do this is by managing your deadlines. Now, I come from the agency world, okay? And in the agency world, everything is urgent and hot and needs to be done ASAP, and it's all fake crap, right? Sorry, but it is. (laughs) Now, unfortunately, because of that, right, because we have this, like, mentality from the corporate world of everything is urgent and hot and needs to be done as soon as possible, once we start working for ourselves, we feel like we have to continue that, right? We feel like we have to get everything done as quickly as possible, but typically that's an internal pressure that we are putting on ourselves, not a pressure that is being put on from our clients. If a client asks you, when can you have this done, that doesn't mean I need it done now, they're just truly asking how long is this going to take so I have the right expectation of when I can expect the deliverable. So the next time your client asks for something, instead of saying that you can have it done for them tomorrow, tell them you'll have it done by the end of the week. That gives you time to produce a higher quality product and you'll, you can even over deliver by sending it to them on Thursday instead of Friday. So the second thing that you need to do in order to keep your clients happy is really manage your timelines. If you tell me that you're going to get it to me tomorrow and then it doesn't happen, I'm going to be upset. But if you tell me that you're going to have it to me by the end of the week and then you give it to me on Thursday, now I'm a really happy client. And the third way to implement this strategy into your business is by managing result expectations from the beginning, okay? Do not promise your clients a home run if that is the exception and not the norm. Let me give you an example, okay? We all see the ads online where it's like, You're running Facebook ads and you spend $500 and you make $50,000 off of it, right? That is the exception and not the norm, okay? So when I start working with a client, I never promise that I'm gonna be able to 10 times their return on their investment, okay? In fact, I set the expectation from the beginning That before we even start running ads, right, I set the expectation that they shouldn't expect to see a positive ROI from their ads until month two or three of them running. Now, there are definitely times where we turn on ads and see immediate positive results. But more often than not, if a client hasn't been running ads, or it's a new funnel, or it's a new offer, it takes time to figure out what's going to work. And by setting that expectation from the beginning that it's going to take time to learn what's working, what's not, it's also going to take time for Facebook to have data to learn from, now my clients are going to be okay with the fact that the first month they spent $1,000 on ads, but only made $750 back. The reason why they're okay with that is because I set the right expectation from the beginning. I didn't promise a home run the very first day that we started the campaign. Now, I 100% believe in Facebook ads and they have exponentially grown my business, but it also takes time And it also takes more investment, right? So that's the thing that you have to remember, is that you need to manage expectations of results from the beginning. Because again, it is better to under-promise and over-deliver. Keeping your clients happy is really, really important. And like I said, results are just a small piece of it. You need to remember the entire client experience and customer experience is what is going to make them happy. So if there's one thing that you work on this year in order to grow your business and retain your clients, it is setting the right expectations. It is managing your deadlines and it is clearly communicating your operating hours so your clients have a better expectation on what they can expect from you and that way you can over deliver for them and keep them really happy now if anyone knows anyone at Peloton please let me know because as you can see I'm a very frustrated customer right now um, but you know what that's the least of our worries I can wait till after uh, daughter number two comes in the spring to finally hop on the bike but That being said, learn the lessons that I have learned being the client and under-promise and over-deliver. And if this episode was helpful, make sure to tag me on Instagram, leave a review if you're feeling generous, and until next time, stay ambitious. Thank you so much for listening today. You can take a deeper dive into the show notes of the episode or any episode at anaconchar.com. If you want to get more actionable tips each week on how to build a business you love and the life you desire in the quickest, easiest, and most stress-free way possible, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay ambitious.